this episode of Hammering Down, presented to you by Birmingham Sports. I'm your host, Kayla Hodges. I'm hoping you're having a great one. Oh, it feels so good to be back. You guys don't really know this, but it's been probably about two weeks since I've recorded. I did a lot of pre-recording. I've gotten so much positive feedback on the Neely Martin interview. I'm so glad you guys loved it. And I've also gotten a lot ton of love on the vlogs on that I've been doing on the YouTube channel. Hashtag ad. Um, yeah, go check out the vlogs on the YouTube channel. I really enjoy doing it. But, you know, enough about that. Also, thank you guys so much for the love on uh, my girlfriend and I getting engaged. It was really cool to see all you guys show me support. Um, it was really humbling. She... She was laughing about it because I kept getting messages from you guys, and she was like, wow, you're like famous. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> you guys are just way too kind and really boost my ego a lot more than I deserve. I really do appreciate you guys. And if you're listening to this, thank you so much. Um, Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and hop into this. As you can see from the title, this is a pre-match preview and a post-match reaction because of the... Austin Bold match getting cut short. You know, there's not a whole lot to talk about, so this first part is just going to be the post-match reaction. Um, it rained. That's about it. Um, cue the music, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, it rained. Nico scored on a kind of lucky situation that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't raining. But hey, a goal's a goal, but it doesn't count. So I guess a goal isn't a goal. I don't know. But... I'm excited to see us face off against Austin again. Love rain days, but hate when it takes away three points, but it is what it is. Now on to the pre-match preview against uh, coming up on this Wednesday against the trademark um, Miami FC. Please don't sue them, Ohio State. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So this Miami FC team. Uh, they've been kind of, uh, I say kind of, without a doubt, a massively underperforming team. This was a team coming into the season, a lot of people, a lot of people, including myself, um, kind of considered a dark horse in the East. Not really one that was going to win at all, but one that was going to cause some trouble. Not too dissimilar to San Diego Loyal. Um, but since then, like San Diego Loyal, they haven't gotten off to a great start they haven't looked good and they're just a struggling side I think they're sitting in fifth right now which a lot of people including myself thought they would be a second or third place team in their group so this has been really um, just a really hard one to watch especially with all the talent that they have the um, the biggest you know signing that they had was Speedy Williams who is a Jamaican international with Junior and was, by all accounts, one of the most important people on those Louisville City squads that were just absolutely dominating. Someone else that Legion fans might know of is Mr. Bolu Akinyode, also known as the former roommate to Bruno Lapa. Um, Bolu has been absolutely tearing it up down there. And really, it's been Speedy um, and Bolu kind of trying to get the teams to get going. And it just hasn't worked, which is kind of hard to watch. 
for being honest, because I really love watching Bolu Akinyode, and I hate that we lost him, but it is what it is. But those players have really been trying to raise up the rest of the team, and it just hasn't been working because nobody else has been able to step up. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, not always. You can't always go with Fop Mob because the way they grade people out aren't really isn't really great. But there's been several times that Bolu or Speedy have been the best player on the pitch. They've been man of the match even despite losing. And the rest of their team is just absolutely miserable. It's... Obviously, like a lot of teams, they're a little bit better at home than away, but it's so hard to play in Miami. And I think that's what this match is going to come down to is going to be just a, a war of attrition, basically, because you're having to go down to Miami where I know it's humid in Birmingham, but it doesn't hold a candle to Miami. Real Miami, not Saint, not Fort Lauderdale. Real Miami. Um, Miami's... Defense doesn't really isn't been doing too hot. They let in, you know, just over a goal and a half uh, goals or a goal and a half every single game. They force their keeper to have to make a lot of saves. Who their keeper has been pretty disappointing. Um, it kind of is what it is. What the issue is is that Miami's team has not been able to really hold on to possession. And possession isn't everything, right? We see with the Legion squad that counterattack teams have a real role in the world. And also teams like Atlanta United that hold on to so much freaking possession. But they don't really do much with it. So possession isn't everything. But when you have a team like Miami, who they're not holding on to possession, but they're allowing attacking opportunities for the other team, it just doesn't work. You know, their keepers getting a lot of shots. There are kind of open shots. I think they also have two own goals this year, which obviously doesn't help their case. Um, I mean, it's it kind of is what it is. They also clear the ball a whole lot per match. And I said this in the past, that clearances are not always a good stat. Clearances mean that the ball's in dangerous uh, areas and they're just having to kick the ball out as quick as possible to alleviate some pressure. So if you're a Legion side, what do you do? You try to build that pressure and try to force them to just relieve it as much as possible. How how are we planning to do that? Well, kind of what we've been doing recently. I mean, the Birmingham Legion in this last match that didn't really exist, so we're not going to talk about that Austin match. I guess we have to go with the Louisville City match, but I don't think we're going to line up like this again. Maybe we will. Um, I was not a big fan of the 3-4-3 that we put on for Louisville. I just don't think it was a good idea, personally. I think taking out a Ryan James from the attack and you know, even getting a guy like Benefimu out wasn't good. And losing Bruno Lapa was a horrible decision if you ask me uh, to me it kind of seemed like coach knew that we weren't going to win this match amid defeat and just rotate the squad and kind of was hoping for three points against Austin which wasn't a bad idea except that match got canceled so this seems like it's all for naught so what's the ideal situation 
the thing is, is that Nico Brett's a man in form, and you can't really take him out. I mean, it's just not an option. But you also have J.J. Williams, who I was wrong about him. I was way too harsh, and I was completely wrong about him. And he has really come into form. And like I said at the beginning of the year, his best role is kind of being a ball-winning midfielder, almost like a Christian Benteke now, where he's winning every single aerial. He wins the ball, and then he passes it on to somebody else. Eventually, teams start worrying about everybody else, and he gets a few open shots and a few open looks. That's kind of what seems to work. Um, I think that's what his role should be. But if you start making him a winger kind of thing, I just I just don't know if it works, especially when you have Junior Flemings, who he was fine. He's fine as a starter. He is a great player. We all know that. But Junior also is a scoring threat. He's going to want to score a lot, and having him and Nico kind of playing, not really at the same time, that's not really the issue, but they they both kind of have the same tendency, so to me it feels like you have two guys that are doing the same role, at least to me. Maybe I'm wrong there. Personally, if you want to get Junior into the starting lineup, maybe have him play up top with uh, JJ, and then you move Daigo out of the starting lineup and then put JJ back there with Bruno. And so it's kind of basically here's kind of what I'm envisioning, right? And this is probably not going to work out mathematically. Um, Basically I would like to have, uh, this is kind of a ramble, but this is the way I think the best lineup we could put out there. And I think this will work perfectly against Miami FC, but we'll have to see. I think you have to put Fanwell, then you put Alex, and then put Benefimo. Those have been our three best defenders all year long. You know, I mean that we've we've had other guys come in and Haravo, Zaki's good, but I'd rather him be playing midfield personally. But yeah, so I want Fanwell, I want Alex, and I want Benefimo. Then in a five-man midfield, or you know which we've been seeing a lot of recently, you'd put Ryan James, then you have uh, Bruno Lapa, you have Anderson Sidhu, you have J.J. Williams, and you have Johnny Dean. And basically what that would do is you have uh, two ball-winning midfielders, but in different ways, in J.J. and in Anderson. Anderson kind of wins the ball on the ground. He can hold up possession really, really well. You have J.J. Williams, who can get the ball out of the air, and he can kind of be a shadow striker of sorts, kind of what Bruno's doing now. But this gives Bruno a little bit more flexibility. Bruno now has the option to receive the pass, go on a run, lay it off to J.J. Williams, or he can give it to Anderson or whatever. Bruno can still kind of run the show while allowing J.J. to use his strengths as a ball-winning aerial ball-winning midfielder and allowing Anderson to still be a rock-solid defensive midfielder. And then up top, you have Junior Flemings and Nico Brett, two guys who kind of do the same thing, but in different ways. Nico is kind of attacked right at them, maybe do a dribble here and there. Meanwhile, Junior kind of likes to do his diagonal attack. Uh, 
and I know that doesn't it, – it's kind of just cutting at the defense in a different way. And with a defense that has struggled like Miami, I think this could be really confusing for them, and I think that would be amazing. Now, that said, this obviously leaves some issues. What about Mikey? What do you do with Mikey? I don't know. I would love to have Mikey in there, but I don't see exactly how he fits. And I know that sounds horrible, but if you're trying to fit Junior in the starting lineup, you cannot fit Mikey in there. That's kind of the issue with having a squad this deep is that you're having starters that aren't getting starting time. Do you bring in Mikey as a super sub? Oh, heck yeah, I would love that. You also could bring in Jaden, or not, yeah, Jaden Cervania in the same role. Jaden and Mikey, if you bring them in, that's just going to be absolutely phenomenal for the team. Those are two guys that are absolute studs, that are absolute freaks, that will score goals or get your team in position to score goals. But those are also guys that are starting pretty much everywhere else in the USL. So I want you guys to tell me, what do you think about who should be starting, where they should be starting, and how the team should work? That was my opinion, but that's only if you want Junior to start. I personally don't really want Junior to start because I want Mikey starting, and I love having Junior come in off the bench. But he's also such a scoring threat that you have to get him on as a starter at some point. Talking about to, to Miami, though, most of their attacks tend to go to their left side, which would be our right side. You know, our right side, uh, at least against Louisville, was obviously Johnny Dean. Alice Cronali, and then Anderson Siadu or Bruno Lapa kind of rotating, switching sides from there, to, you know, wherever they need to be. So our right side's pretty stacked. So if they want to go at our left side, that would be either Mikey Lopez or Ryan James and Fanuel Cavita or even Benefimo, also just absolute studs. You know, if that if they want to switch sides and go on the other way, because Bolu Akinyode, who is obviously a defensive midfielder, uh, but he can also play just about any position. He's just that talented. You know, if that's the way they want to attack, Speedy Williams is really just the guy to watch. And he can attack people, and he's just a freak, and he's going to cause us some issues. That's not because our defense is bad. It's just because he's just that good. But we have a little ace up our sleeves here. Even though Bolu has played with us, um, so he kind of knows what Tommy wants. We've changed up style since then. As for, you know, we have a little ace. We know how to deal with Speedy, Speedy Williams, because, well, him and Junior have played together now with the Jamaican national team. So maybe he knows a little tips. Maybe he knows a few secrets here and there about how to deal with Speedy. We'll have to see. And it's it can be the same vice versa. Bolu knows about the team, and he knows about all the players, or almost all the players, and Speedy uh, knows about Junior as well. There's a lot of fun little matchups here. Um, just overall, if we want to look at the head-to-head for this upcoming match, I mean, Legion should be winning this game. And we just should. We're the better team. Uh, we 
score less than them, but they we give up significantly less amounts of goals. Are, I mean, it's that's the way it should anyway. That's the way that should be shaking up, but we'll just have to see. Legion, up until this last match against Louisville City, have been on a great run. Meanwhile, Miami had not. But, I don't know. This is another one of those teams that Legion should be putting away. I see a 3-1 win for the Legion. But, like I said, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, Yeah, that was a whole lot of rambling. That was really a lot of formation talk. Because, I mean... There's not really a whole lot to talk about with this Miami side because they've been a little bit disappointing this year. I can tell you all day long that they have all the talent in the world that they can really just pump it out there. And if they're on their game, there's not many teams in the USL that can beat them. But we've yet to see it. And this is kind of how we felt about the Legion at the beginning of the year. We have all the talent, but when's it all going to come together? Well, it's time to see Miami do the same thing. They have the talent. What are they going to do with it? But hopefully it doesn't come together then. <laughs> thank you guys. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Reach out to me on Twitter. Let's talk about formation stuff. It's the nerdy stuff I really like to get into. But until next time, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. Oh, oh, oh. I have a match day vlog coming out on Wednesday or Thursday, one of the two, um, for my first ever NWSL match for Racing Louisville. And I'm going to be doing it with Benton who I've had on here several times. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I'm so excited to get up there and see a match um, at Lynn Family Stadium. It's going to be really fun. But, yeah, until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening, and keep it real.